This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Watch us on YouTube, listen on your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Start with Chris, add a dash of sport, squeeze in some music, then shake, don't stir. And you've got the ultimate blend, LTID, with your host, Chris. Good evening, good night, good morning, good afternoon, good day, goodbye, hello, welcome back, it's sloppy seconds time. Uh, and who would you sooner have sloppy seconds with if not me? That is the question I'm asking. Probably anybody that's uh, got a heartbeat, if I'm honest with you. Um, we did the preview. Well, no, we did the review earlier. We're doing the preview now. Uh, just, to, just to mix things up a little bit. Uh, and basically because... Sky and the Premier League and everybody else has got us playing two games this week. Bloody World Cup, eh? Uh, anyway, this is LTID TV from Leicester Till I Die. We are live now on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us. Please do join in the chat. Um, it's what it's there for, but do keep it respectful of other members. Um, for those that are listening on the podcast, thank you so very much. Lester Till I Die is the podcast, and we are available on all major podcast platforms. Lester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. Something is coming. Something big. Not been big for a long time, but we're also very, very proud uh, to be part of this. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It is. And just to get the last one out of the way, check this out tomorrow. Catch up with the BBC's Tuesday Talking Point. Every Tuesday from Leicester Till I Die TV. Only on the BBC's Leicester City webpage. Indeed. Um, check it out. It's the Tuesday Talking Point. It's written by moi. And I can't tell you what it's about. Um, because I'm not allowed to. But check it out tomorrow. It goes up about lunchtime. Um, yeah, so we've got uh, Leeds. What a week. Uh, Wolves, Leeds, Everton, Fulham, which is... 
winnable without uh, Mitrovic. Small match of Liverpool. Who knows with Liverpool? Yeah, Newcastle will try and forget that. And West Ham on the final day. And hopefully it won't be down to that. Because this man has had an absolutely unbelievable effect on this club. Um, Dean Smith, what can I say? Um, all right, you could say we've only played two games. Uh, we lost one of those, but... You know, it was the manner that we lost. It was a hell of a lot better than some of the losses. Well, it was probably, if there ever can be a good loss, it was a good loss. And then, of course, the fight back against Wolves. But this is Leeds. Let's have a look, shall we, and see what he has got to say about the upcoming game. This is the press conference. Good morning, Dan. You okay? Good, thank you. Just want to start off with some team news, checking on a few players. Uh, how's Harvey Barnes to start with? Uh, Harvey Barnes joined in training yesterday, so he's put himself available for selection. He'll train again today. If he has no after effects, then yeah, he's definitely available. And how are James Madison and Johnny Evans? Yeah, so Johnny's feeling better. Uh, he's not trained with us yet, um, so tomorrow would come too quickly for him. But it's good that he's back now, feeling better. Uh, Madders came in yesterday and done a gym session. He'll train today, so I would expect him to be available as well. Thank you, Dean. And it's been a few days since that Wolves win. <clears throat> Have you sensed a big lift among the squad in training since that game? Um, it gives everybody a lift by getting that win. Um, but it's not a big lift because they know that there's still work to be done. Um, and as I've said before, we're just taking it game by game. And, you know, this one comes around very quickly, so... We was in yesterday, trained, done our debrief and all focused now for, for Leeds at Ellen Road tomorrow. Was it perhaps the way you got the win that can give everyone confidence in an individual mistake, but the way the team came together from a goal down to get it? I think at this stage of the season, with the run of form we was on, just to get the win, however we got it was important. Um, yeah, but coming back from a goal, a goal deficit as well, certainly helps the mood. We know we can do that. Um we don't need to panic if we go a goal down in games. We know we've got the capabilities of, of coming back now. So, you know, that's a good position to be in. I'd much rather, obviously, take the lead. It's quick turnaround, as you said, with the Leeds game, but also Everton next Monday. I mean, just how crucial are these seven days? And is this a run that when you took the job, you thought these are the games we'll get results in? I just looked at the fixtures in general. Um, you know, Man City, excluding Man City, there were games, you know, where... They're, they're games that you can go and compete in and, and get re get results and get points. You know, there's a couple of tough ones in there. You know, Newcastle away, we saw them yesterday. Um, Liverpool, um, you know, but there's games that we feel we can go and compete in. So, you know, we're not looking at this week in general. We're just looking at, at Tuesday and, and, and Leeds United at Ellen Road, which is a great place to go and play football with the atmosphere that their fans produce. And, and our job is to, to try and keep them quiet. And just finally from me, what have you made of Javi Grazia's leads since taking in charge? Well, I think they've had a bit of a struggle so far, a bit like us. Um, you know, they've been on the on the back of a couple of, you know, um, heavy defeats at home. Um, 
but I'm sure they'll see this game as a, as a big one to to try and pull away from the position they're in, like ourselves. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Morning, Daniel. Okay. Yeah, good. Thank you. Um, how pleased are you with how the squad have taken the information that you, Craig, and uh, and Jonna have given them in such a short space of time and, and, and ran with it? Yeah, I've been pleased. I mean, we wanted to be aggressive on Saturday. We said that. We wanted to get the supporters behind us. Um, you know, I've been told by a few that, you know, a lot of people were surprised at the selections. Um, but we felt it was a game where we needed a little bit of pace uh, to, to hurt the opposition. And as I said, when I first come in, I think we're going to have to be adaptable uh, in the games that we play. Um, you know, but the players have been really engaging in, in all the meetings that we've had. The training sessions that we've had have been good. Their attitude to training has been has been first class. So, you know, it hasn't surprised me how they've taken on information. And Dan mentioned it earlier. I mean, this could be a pivotal week if you were to go to Ellen Road and get a win. And then next Monday, potentially, you know, six a six-point week could be potentially crucial, couldn't it? It could, but we've got to get three points first at Leeds. So we'll just concentrate on that one first. And just going back to the selection as well, some surprising names were on the team sheet. A lot of fans will have not seen the fact that uh, Chalar Sayunchu has been back and you, you played three, arguably three number nines in the lineup. It was bold, it was, it was brave, and it paid off, didn't it? It did to a certain degree. I, I felt we, for 20 minutes after they scored, we got overrun a little bit in midfield. Um, you know, it's a bit of a risk to to play Pato on, on the left. It's not a position he's been used to, um, you know. But we had a lack of options in them areas. You know, Harvey's injured at the moment. Um, Tete came into the game. Uh, so we just felt it was, you know, a risk worth taking because he can run all day, Pato, and he's, uh, he's certainly got, got pace to burn as well. So we knew he would be a threat and he had he had a couple of big chances in the game as well. And and how pleased were you with the fact that from a mentality point of view, as mentioned, coming from a goal down to show that kind of steeliness to get over the line? Yeah, I think I, I first said when I came here, you know, the game's about the two 18-yard boxes. You know, you've got to be strong to defend yours and you've got to go and create big chances in theirs. And the game came together really well. We didn't give up many chances to to Wolves on, on Saturday. Um, I think they've only had probably two or three shots inside our box. You know, one got blocked really well by 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 Wout and then obviously the, there was the goal. So we restricted them to a few chances, but we had some really big chances inside their box. And, uh, you know, that's what we need to go and do uh, if we want to continue, you know, the run of results. Uh, and just finally for me, with the run that leads are on, is it a good time to be going there? Because if you were to go there, get an early goal, suddenly the crowd's sort of quietened down a little bit. And the, the fact that they've conceded so many, is it a good time to be going there? I'll tell you at 9.45 tomorrow night. <laughs> thank you, David. Cheers, thank you. Cheers. We're going to just uh, take one from Colin from UC Finland. And then we're going to... Hi there, morning. I'll get out of my morning. camera shot. Um, uh, I was just wondering, um, we talked about tournament being tournament football. Um, how hard is it now to maintain that adaptability when you are in a Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday run and get that, talk about getting the information across? How hard does that become to maintain adaptability? No, I mean, most of our players are international footballers. Um, you know, so they're used to 
you know, being in, inside tournaments and playing games every three or four days. So, you know, this isn't a problem to them. Um, you know, it might be a problem to a couple who haven't played loads of minutes lately. Um, but there's an, awful, there's an awful lot of robust characters in that dressing room who certainly want to keep going and keep playing. I do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I just wonder if I could ask about Jamie Vardy as well and, and how he was doing. I know you mentioned on, on Saturday that it was a bit of both that you brought him off at half time, tactical and, and injury, but how's his ankle? Yeah, no, his ankle's fine. Um, you know, he's, he'll be training this morning. So another one who's available for selection, which is really good for us. And as I said, he, we put balls into areas where we want him to go. Um, you saw from the first chance after four minutes, a really good through ball from, from Nacho. Um, you know, and uh, we nearly take the lead when he cuts it back for Kel, uh, cuts it back for Tete. And then the penalty that he won as well. You know, they're the sort of runs he needs to make. They're the sort of balls we need to play for him. Um, but his ankle's fine. Good stuff. Um, <clears throat> how important is it when, from, from your perspective to go and back up good results, especially when you have two games in such close proximity like this one and going to Leeds and backing up what you did on, on Saturday? Really important simply because we haven't got many games left. I mean, we only came in for an eight-game period uh, with two games into that already. You know, that's 25% gone. Um, so these games are really important and, you know, we we can't give anything away in any of them. If you are able to go to Leeds and, and back it up and take a positive result, how how crucial might that be in, in the, the race to stay in the Premier League? It's crucial because you're playing against a team that's in and around you as well. I think if we beat them, we go above them, um, you know, which is which is a big thing for ourselves. Um, and all we can do is concentrate on ourselves. Yes, we, we've looked at Leeds and we'll, we'll analyse Leeds and how they play, what their strengths and weaknesses are. Um, but ultimately, it's going to be about us and what we do and how we do it. The, the fact that these two games do come quite close together, I know you mentioned tournament football uh, with, with Colin as well. Is that a good thing for momentum and, and trying to build momentum or can that still be built as effectively over a kind of a week period or how do you see that? I think it only depends on your, your performance levels. If your performance levels are good again, then you get a good result, then that momentum, you know, you, you can you can go with it. Um, that's really important to make sure that, because at the end of the day, the players can only control their performance. They can't control, you know, what the opposition do, what the referee does, what the officials do just control their performance. And uh, if they do that and uh, we get an awful lot of good performances, you're usually followed by a result. A final one from me, Dean, but you mentioned Ellen Road as a, a good place to go and play football. It's obviously got quite a, a raucous crowd in there as well, a very passionate crowd. How, how, what are the things you have to do right to, to quiet them down and then go and put your game onto them? Well, certainly you don't give any reason to, you know, uh, get lifted. Um, you know, we can't give cheap free kicks away around the, around the box, cheap set pieces, cheap goals, um, you know, because that will just lift the, the atmosphere within the stadium. We have to try and keep them quiet as long as we can. And I think if we do that, um, you know, we, it makes it a better place for us to go. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now.
and just realized that my mic was switched off. Thank you very much, Cameron. <laughs> I went paused while I, I needed to sneeze while that was being played. But I'm just saying, is it not a pleasure? Is it not a pleasure to have uh, a manager that comes in, that sits down and is honest? But he doesn't go over the top. He doesn't go over the top. He doesn't say, I'm going to do this. We are definitely going to stay up. Do you remember Claudio Ranieri? It was like one game at a time. This is our first target. Now, that is our first. And whenever anybody asked him, he pulled it back, you know. Um, is it a good time to go to Leeds? I'll tell you at 9.45 tomorrow night, you know. These are games coming up, he said, that we can compete in. Not games that we can win, uh, but games that we can compete in. And but it, it, it's using words that give you confidence. Uh, and I, I'm, and I am. Maybe I'm getting too confident. You know, we've had one good half against Man City. Uh, we had a good game yesterday. Uh, yesterday, Saturday. Maybe I am getting a little bit advanced of myself. But we haven't had much to get excited about this season. <sighs> Judy. I've got to say, welcome along. Uh, you you joined at the end of the show earlier, and I do apologise. I was doing the outro, and um, I literally didn't see it until afterwards. Thank you so very much. If anybody wants to become a member, by the way, you certainly can do. We used to have three levels, but we've actually changed those levels now because of the you know cost of living crisis. So we only have one now which is this one, uh, pound ninety-nine a month. We used to have bronze, silver, and gold. And what we've done is we've amalgamated everything and we've just put it into the bronze. Uh, we're just building this up at the moment. The more members we get, the more we will be able to do. There's some perks on there. You can contact me if you're a member and we'll get you on a show. We'll do you, your own show if you want to talk about your history as a Leicester fan. Uh, there's a lot of perks. When we get, when we build it up, there will be some member only shows as well. But obviously, we do need to build uh, to build that up. Um, uh, so, thank you so very very much for Judy for joining. Uh, let me just get rid of that, and then you can um, have a look at my gorgeous face again. Hello, here I am. Okay. Um, Terry, the man says it as it is. How refreshing and uh, to slip on the bull of previous. Exactly. Exactly. It is refreshing. Smart. Steve Smart is in. Uh, good evening to you as well. Uh, and, yeah, you and both Cameron, I did have a bit of a, a boo-boo with, uh, with my microphone there. Uh, right, let me just see what we've got coming up. We've got uh, Carl will be joining us uh, later. He's a Leeds United fan. Uh, you may remember that we had him on in the relegation battle show. So he will be joining us later to tell us as it is. But this is what is up next. Oh, I'll tell you what. Leeds United away. Um, they've not had... A very good uh, few games. Um, it will be interesting because we will be looking at, at what team we're going to be putting out. And I'm going to be asking, uh, no Craig tonight because it's a Monday night uh, and Craig's unable to make it. So Brad is uh, 
bravely stepping in and, and coming back for a second time. He's back with me t- uh, tomorrow night for the watch along. He's back with me at Wednesday when it'll be the post match rather than the uh, uh, debate show. He's just might as well move in with me, getting me bed, uh, Brad. Why don't you, uh, David? Good evening. How are you? Um, and there we go. Just for the amount of shows you already do, thank you very much, Nate. And the one ninety nine. It does help the channel out. Believe it or not, that one ninety nine is actually more than we get from adverts that that played if, when people watch it back. Um, we do it because we love it, though. But there's a lot of money gone into this running of this channel. Stuff behind me, uh, different videos, etc., that we put together. So yeah, we do appreciate it. Now Madison is back. Uh, Harvey Barnes was in training. Um, Madison apparently did a bit of a gym session, uh, but Evans um, is not back yet. But to be honest with you, who needs Johnny Evans when you've got uh, Kagler Sunshu and his rather large appendages? <sighs> Keep going on that. I'll, I'll cock it up one day. Anyway, look, the man himself is here. The man, the myth, the leg end. <laughs> all, all, all one. All three into one. Here he is. Brad, oi. Good evening. Uh, good evening, sir. Me and my big screen here taking up the full view. Exactly. Well, uh, I, 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 the female what, uh, viewers here amongst us. Yeah, well, your subscriber count just went up a few notches then, didn't it? It did. Yes, it definitely did, mate. You know, I mean, I, I tend to attract the, the, well, I say more mature, but I'm actually sort of, almost dead viewer uh, <laughs> the female side <laughs> attract the younger um yeah let's let's stop this before i get myself into trouble shall i um we're going to be joined by carl in a minute but let's just quickly that that press conference oh my god so refreshing um games we can in. you know we're not yeah. playing. we're going to go out we're not making promises that we can't deliver of course, we all yeah. hope that we can go out and do it. Uh, Terry said earlier, the man says it as it is. You know, is this a good time to be going to Ellen Road? Ask me at 9.45 after the match. You know, it's like... Yeah. It's, it shows the difference. I mean, I said earlier in the other show, go and check it out. I kind of pulled a point to it earlier. He still uses similar words to what, what, what the seal man did, Brendan. You know character but the way he says it and in the way in the, in the way in which he includes it in a sentence i know i sound like a, an english teacher in a spelling bee there can i use it in a sentence please but the way he says it with the different attitude he makes it sound like a positive word under brendan certain words felt like a negative or a criticism or or were included in, in a criticizing sentence you know like sometimes he would say the players lacked character and a bit of him whereas here he's very He's got a strong emphasis on the positive and, you know, he's, he's taking the pressure off it because you have to just be competitive to win games of football. It's so simple, but everything he's saying and doing and we're seeing on the pitch is very simple. Yeah. Leicester, I want, I want this squad to play an aggressive, fast way because that's what I'm seeing in front of me. That's what we see. We've seen looking at them. We know what when they win games and when they are to be is when I've been a manager was they were fast and aggressive. So 
He's just done the simple things and returned the simple things to this football club, and it's just worked wonders already, hasn't it? I mean, yeah. I know Giddy. We're only Giddy after two games, but competitive games. Oh, I think no. he sees them all as competitive games. Giddy is virtually apart from probably four games all season. Yeah, so, yeah, let us have our moment, if you will, a little yeah. bit. We've got to enjoy these moments. I always say, enjoy the moments in football because you never know when they're going to go wrong. Exactly. I mean, exactly. who 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 thought well, we were lifting um, two two League Cups in three seasons? Yeah. That we'd, yeah. we'd be one day in League One. So, in, just enjoy them. Don't, don't let someone tell you you can't enjoy a moment when it looks so positive. I mean, I've got I've got the graphic up above us, the two goal scorers from the other day, and the player that should have been ours. And um, regretting that he's not, but if we stay up and they go down, well, who knows? But look, talking of players, Harvey Barnes back in training should be available for tomorrow night. Madison was in the gym today, back to training tomorrow, could be available for tomorrow night. Brilliant news. Uh, but the, do they just walk back into the side though? There's, it's a it's, it's a double edged argument, isn't it? Because yeah. you can tell you could argue instantly <laughs> you could argue you could instantly you could instantly go to the cliche, which I actually said at the end of the post match in the watch along. Um, I actually said I think I said um, changing the one inside though. But when you're looking for leaders and you're looking for where Leicester have collectively had their main threats come from this season, mm. you can't. It's hard sometimes because it's not like they've been on bad form, is it? They're clearly not with their records this season in terms of goals and assists. And we ain't seen many of them this season, it feels like. So to say they've got the second and first tells you everything. So it's hard to not see a way where Madison and Harvey Barnes, if they're available, don't get in the team. And it would be harsh, I feel. Mm. And I think it's going to be incredibly harsh on a certain goal scorer as well because you just then have to fathom, does that mean that Vardy doesn't play? Because we heard also what he said about Vardy's 45 minutes and what he felt his impact was. And if he's going to get that, he can't get one with the other there because obviously having two wingers means we go with a three and not a two up front. So it's going to be somebody that's going to get a little bit upset that or feel a little bit hard done by that they're not playing on Tuesday night, I feel, one way or another. Well, Which is good. It's a selection headache you want in, in, in a way for Dean Smith. And it's a, and it's a competition you need as a player to get... Yeah, because it makes you train harder to prove that you should get a chance in the next game to prove you, you can hold that yeah. position down. So yeah. it's a good position to be in all, all round. If, especially if he makes it seem a positive thing and not a negative thing. Yeah. You know, I feel like these players under, under Dean Smith aren't going, oh, I've not been selected today. Oh, great. You know, I mean, that's what you felt they were like in the I said earlier, you know, side before self every time. And, you know, mm. when you look at Kelechi's interview earlier, and it was on the uh, it was on the uh, uh, review show earlier, so you, like you said, check it out. It is under the pick on, on, on the channel. Uh, he doesn't care what he does, where he plays, as long as the team's winning. Yeah, and I, I you know, my evidence. A very soft spot, more than a soft spot for old Kel. He's my, he's my, he's my footballing man crush. I will say that he always has been. I've is, always is, loved is him. He your, is he your man crush by any chance? He is, he is, because he just. I don't need an excuse to play it, but I will do. For you. Don't. 
it, yeah, it just he's always made me smile when he's at the club. He's never shirked responsibility. Mm. Yeah, like anybody, he's had a little bit of a confidence a crisis of confidence at times, but who hasn't over the Rogers reign? Um, even when it was good, some players were having a confidence crisis if not playing football. So, but he's always gave his heart and soul into every game, and that's what I like. It's why I like so many players for these clubs that aren't really that skillful and talented. If you really think about them, some of them were like is it and Guppy, but I just I just love to see players that just look happy, enjoying playing football. He's one of the few players I would still reckon, no matter where Leicester are, he'd still be here next season. Yeah, He's one of them that gives me that feeling. He's that sort of player. Yeah. Look, whatever you do in life, whatever your job is, if you're happy, you're going to do it better. Exactly. If you do it better, if you make sales or you win whatever industry you're in, you're going to do it even better again. You know, and that makes you happier. And then it's it's a it's a vicious circle, isn't it? You mm. know, um, where the circle and it's amazing. Got in, yeah, we've been. Let's be miserable. Play well, I'll drop you. And but yeah, but there we go. But look, yeah. we've got, we've got I, I feel come in. Sorry, Brad. Oh, uh, yeah, he's here. He's here. He's here. <laughs> um, so let us bring him in, um, and we'll see where we can put him. Where does he put him? But let's let's put him in the middle, shall we? There yeah. we go. Oh, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Not too um, happy, I imagine. At well, the well, could be more better after that shutout performance on Saturday. You look getting the three points, so I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, we're going to go through some of the stats and chat about it. But your last five games, you lost to Arsenal. That's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, most most of us have this season. Um, yeah. You beat Forest, and for that, mate, love you, whatever happens. Um, but then, you know, Palace put a few past you. Um, I hate to remind you, but so did Liverpool. Eleven goals in two games. And uh, then, let's say, Fulham. And I, I'm sorry, mate, but I was kind of cheering Fulham on. I know you were, because I saw the comes after I did exactly so I was not surprised. <laughs> Looking at Brown was not on it, because he would have given you a lot of stick. Anyway, so I'm glad Brad was not on there, sat there messaging me on it. So, listen, I, I, I'm not going to say what I said. This is the game I did not want to enjoy tomorrow. Neither did neither does my dad because I spoke to him late last night about this. I'm like, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just want to get... I've got to ask you, you were on the show the other week when we did the, um, the relegation special. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I believe you actually got a word in between Craig giving his views. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Bless him, love him to bits. But it was a a, a one hour show that that ended up as a as a telethon. Um, but are you? I mean, you know, you've got to look at that. You you must have looked at this game and thought, as we did against Leeds, and it's not being disrespectful, but this is a game you would have looked at and gone, we can win this, and we need to win this because. It's the proverbial six-pointer. But are you now that Rogers has gone, Smith and, and Shakey and John Terry have come in, are you looking at this and thinking, shit? It kind of is like that at the moment. We did, we know, we thought, you know, was it the wrong time to bring D. Smith in? It was always debatable. It's always been debatable when you bring someone managing in like a later season. Look what's got happened with Spurs. You get rid of the intricate coach. That's the first time someone sat to each other head coach ever. But mm. I have to admit, 
I think it is a bit like shit. Yeah, it has been like if we still kept Rogers, we were like, you kept Rogers, we were a good chance. But this is now turning different. This has been now things changed now, and Leicester will actually just will target more the right hand side of the pitch where Christians has been really struggling. We've really been struggling the last three games. It's and also along with Ayling, it's been a it's been an issue. And also with our goalkeeper with Messi here. You know, we paid him five million pounds for him, and we expect him we're going to get a good value. But I don't know if we'll sell for five million pounds now, or even less than that, because of him being inconsistent with parrying the shots and which has led to goals, which has been very disappointing. And I, I think don't we've know. got a goalie you can have, don't we, Brad? But, um... Yeah, Rob Douglas is still available. <laughs> but, okay, let me ask you the same question because. In the press review earlier, you know, Dean Smith was asked if it was a good time to visit Leeds. Do you, you must feel more confident, and there's no disrespect to Leeds because I've just said the same about Leicester. You must feel that, that a little bit more confident with this game now than I, you know, because I would have done than, than, you know, if, you know, certain manager was still here. Yeah, just it gives you that confidence, doesn't it? Hearing the approach, hearing the way he's going, it's not he's not putting the pressure on it, saying, Oh, it's gonna be you know. Brendan Rogers always downplayed them questions. And I don't mind downplaying them against certain oppositions, but I think sometimes you've got to find a way to kind of give the 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 credit where it's due, but not directly at the club. And he didn't do that because he praised the fans. And he said, Our mission is get the early goal, don't go a goal behind early. Uh, and we can beat Leeds because that will get. He basically, he didn't obviously come out and say we're going to beat Leeds, but he made it sound as if he, that's the game plan. And you know, I, I'm sure you've got the question to ask Cole, so I won't ask it directly. But I've got the feeling that any Leeds fan listening to that, and any Leeds fan like probably self Cole might probably checked out the highlights or maybe even watched the game. Um, obviously, because you guys played earlier, watching that Leicester playing, you must have thought you must be looking at the way we played and gone. God, couldn't they just kept Brendan Rodgers for another couple of weeks? Because the difference, you know, we say a week's a long time in football, but the difference in style of play from what you've seen us lose to that is just... But, Carl, be fearful. you must have thought, oh, my God, why didn't they take on Jesse Marsh? Do you know yeah. what? There's, there's been a few Leeds fans who should not have sat Jesse Marsh in the first place. So, oh, God, no. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. Obviously, I remember that special we did about Jesse I know, Ball. I know. But now, I'm not saying I'm on that camp, but that is what is being, what has been, been really? few people have been saying on social media, on Twitter. And it's been like, right, okay. <laughs> well, what choice did we have? Do you think we we're going to lose this badly to, I don't know, to, to what, to Crystal Palace? We don't know. We don't know. So... I think Harry Grassi has got issue. It's just like I say, it's just I had, I, I didn't listen to most of the press calls, but I heard bits about it, and he's he's still backing Me- Messier to still go and go tomorrow, which is not to be surprised because I admit I think he needs to have a break. He really does. He's 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 shipped it over 120 goals over the last two seasons, over the, into two seasons combined. I'm going to say to you, I mean. Looking at, I mean, it could be that da- it's that tight. It could be down to goal difference, and we are we are hanging our hat on this goal difference, aren't we, Brad? But oh, yeah. Watford Forest. Well, let's just have a look. Sorry, um, minus twenty nine Southampton, Forest minus thirty three, Everton twenty two, Bournemouth thirty two, and they're back in it now. Mm. Minus seventeen. Now 
we're on minus 13, so we have definitely got the best of anybody that, that's down there, and that could be worth a point come the end of the day, Carl. But you are now on minus 21. If you'd left, or if you, you know you hadn't conceded as many goals, you'd have been better off than we are. I know, I know. And I think it did kind of start what happened at Arsenal. We, would, we knew we were going to ship more than two goals. I think when we prepared against Palace, we did expect the Roy Ball to come in that rapidly after the after you know that was the problem. We knew that that was Achilles' heel. We were very stunned how Palace just played well against us. We knew we were not going to perform well against Liverpool. We knew that it was going to be the second half of Liverpool that was going to come out, and I just don't know. It's it's, it's question. It's, there's questions as, as it's being now. Where we bought, where we thought we bought Cooper and Verver back after from back in. Leeds were quite bits, were defensively quite fine against Fulham, but we knew what that foot would have crossed. I thought Messier did not need to parry it, he did not need to clear it. Mm. He could have just left it and actually, you know, one of his friends. And it just, it just, it just got to the point of thinking Messier is not communicating to his back four properly. We know that's been an issue. We know that's been like that. On it was under BLC, it was like that as well, you know. But the question is, when you brought someone like an experienced goalkeeper like Joe Robles, who could even give him the mentor to help him become, you know, a future top goalkeeper, but it mm. sounds like he's not getting that message through into him. So for that matter of fact, is it's what does having Gracia do? I think he was, you know, he would he would have talked to him behind the scenes. He's not going to reveal it publicly what he said, but he might talk to him behind the scenes and say, "I'm still not trusting you." Grassi is not that that manager that will be very like like Conte. He will not do so like a Conte, like throw them out on the public. He will do it behind the scenes. If it's not be feeling in pop, feeling the place popular, then that's there's, there's probably this communication issue, which is really which is the biggest threat issue at the that moment. Sounds like what we had with Danny Ward. <laughs> Brad, uh, but before yeah. we get too happy, any of us about um, tomorrow night's game, um, the bad news is that Paul Tierney is the man in the middle, and Stuart Atwell is on VAR. Uh, just oh, cancel the game, cancel the game. And Constantine Hazidakis is the assistant. Is that the same? The same assistant? The... Yeah, Albert Adi Robinson. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. great. So it's going to be Leeds versus Leicester, Leicester with a half-time showing of WWE. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, Brad, first of all, for yourself, talk us through our, our, our recent run. <laughs> what's what's to talk about, really? Um, uh, <laughs> it's only just turned a corner, hasn't it, really? it's it's It kind of... Tells a different story because obviously we've not won any games um, apart from the recent one, and right now and that's all that matters. You know we can't take for granted the fact that we won a game. We know what we're capable of all season, and this is why we're we're enjoying it optim- cautiously, aren't we, Chris? Because we've done this before. We played good football. The feeling is that we won't go back to the negative defensive style football with what he's saying and how it's worked so far. That gives us a bit more confidence that we can get these wins, but you just yeah, it, it's the reality check that I think we need sometimes when we're thinking ahead of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but leads are a side that 
you know, I have to say, right, you've got, you don't like me including this team with you in here, Carl, but you, you and Forrest uh, and, and Tottenham make us feel more, better and better with each passing performance about only losing 3-1 to Man City. Because talk about giving away dead rubbers and losing like 6-1s and 5-2s and whatever you've been doing recently. It's been a massive help for us to keep that goal difference looking even better. And I honestly think that's going to play a huge part because, you know, I think we're eyeing up a clean sheet against you, if I'm being honest, because Harvey Barnes is a favourite to play against you, as you as you probably dread to think about. I mean, mm-hmm. Carl, that's fighting talk there, but it is a point and what I was going to make, and you've touched, you know, we've touched on it already. You know, we went, we managed to not, although it didn't look like it at the time that we did. I think we were going to rack up a, a cricket score against us, but we didn't. And you look at the game left of that, and it's that Liverpool one. Uh, those two games could be the the. Uh, the, the, the sword of Damocles above the, above the club's head, couldn't it? Well, it's it's been like this for a while, Chris. No, it's not. It's been an issue probably when Bielsa did privately and publicly said to the board to the to the board we need to, we need a better squad, and we've been shouting for that since last season. And what the policy that Victor Ortega has taken us. We were supposed to be modeled on you guys or how you guys have done it the last few seasons. And then the problem is we're buying the wrong players with the wrong policy. And I think this is why it's cost us why we're in another relegation battle. Because we're buying players who are not even in their peak yet. Not even in the uh, even the early days of the peak of their peak yet. And I think that's what's been the downside of how it's been affecting us completely. And I think why there's been a lot of talk going on, more talk again the last few days about what Phil Hay said. It it, it 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 was damning. It was very damning for what he said in the Athletic, and it wasn't a surprise, you know. But you know, I think the board, the Leeds fans, I did join myself. We are now losing patience with majority of the players, and these players are worth up to the fight. And then the fact with the board again, this time it's intensified so much. And I was sitting to my dad last night on the phone to him. I said, "What did what does the Forty Niners investments do? If we get relegated, do they buy the, do they buy the club thirty percent less than the region was going to buy it for, or do they do they just you know buy it at the amount that was already agreed? So no one knows at this particular time where this club's going to go in the future. Forget about." what we need to do to improve the stage and so forth. It's the team. The team needs a lot more depth. I, I mean, that's it. It's so really absolute shit why we talk about players are still linked to the club to the team might, might be relegated. That It doesn't make no sense to me in, in the newspapers. Brad, so, that, that, that could be us, couldn't it, as well? We, yeah. You know, a lot of what was being said could apply to, 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 to Leicester. Yeah, Absolutely. especially this season. Especially this season, it rings true. It sounds like us a few weeks ago talking about the stadium plans, putting them on hold, concentrating the squad. And Carl makes a point there. You know, it's not the first fan you've had on a show, Chris, that's said that they follow the Leicester mentor in, in the way that we went about it. And I think it shows testament. We give a lot of our backroom stuff stick, don't we, Chris, sometimes? And more times than not, when it's due, we, we, we do it on here more likely than others. But... 
it shows testament that it's not so easy to go out and get a cheeky gem for five million, six million, twenty million pounds like Leicester have been doing. Even as much as we pay for the French Voldemort, forty million is somewhat for steel with the talent we know that's there when he's when he's a fit and available player. Um, no matter my resentment for him, you know what I mean. But it's not easy. Not every player that's costing you five million is a secret hidden gem, and I think we need to show a bit more appreciation sometimes to the sort of talents we've had blessed at this club that have helped sustain us for that three or four seasons that we were there. But, it's yeah, now just refining it. Bad. It, it. I'm surprised when Cole said we're looking at thinking maybe we shouldn't have sacked Jesse Marsh, um, especially after the way that he, he absolutely pulled him to bits when I asked him if he was the man for Leicester. Um but I mean that, as a Leicester fan, that's really sort of good, you know, nice on the ears, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. But I'd be a bit miffed if I was. Uh, I'm sure it sounds like Carl was, but I'm a bit miffed about wanting Jesse Marsh back because the guy only knew how to do one thing, and that was Americanize the dressing room with his speeches, some of his press conferences. They must. They might have fooled a lot of people, but they won't fool me. They are all words that you yeah. were American NFL coaches say about team spirit bonding and and we got to focus on the opposition numbers. Hey, it's like, mate, you're talking a lot of crap. That these players don't care so, about. I didn't want back. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I can understand that you're you're just as myth that they wanted yeah. him around because Aye. as a player. You only need to hear that a few times. Once you know where it's going wrong, you correct it. You don't need repeating it. You're not you're not fifth graders, man. And and he couldn't grasp it. And that's where no. these outside your coaches fail in the European leagues. And it's vice versa when they go over the when you know the European managers can go over there. It can go wrong for them because it's it does. Yeah, it's the same sport, but because America's so backwards, they get it so wrong. And that's why he's failed previously before Leeds. Yeah, and um, Carl. Not, I mean, it's never too late, especially if you're a Watford fan. But look at Stellini's gone today. Um, yeah. But you, you, you're going to stick with your guy till the end of the season, surely? We do. But the thing is, he's, he's technically on a flexible contract, so he's on a contract till the end of the season. That is what the original agreement is. I know people said, oh, you, could, you know, you didn't find it long term, but maybe it was flexible for both ways because maybe because if the foreigners investors come in and buy the club, they may not think Harry Grassy is their guy, so that's why they will. That's where there's a bit of flexibility of the 49ers investors can bring their own guy in if they know the football, if they find the right person of of the right to football, or if Andrea is already still there, he might be an engineer. They probably will be like to, to well, not overrule them to get an agreement from all the board to agree if Grassy is right. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Away days are great. But when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. A person to take over if, yeah. regardless where we are next season. So that is where the stumbling block is at the moment. I cannot see getting one of the top young coming upcoming managers coming at the moment. I don't think that will happen. And it's a shame that, you know, if I could say one name that may have done something, you know, I'd hate to say it. And, and yeah, I think he's going to be a future local manager after club. If he continues going the way, he's Charlie Alonso, who is probably the way he's looking at these young players that he's got Byron Levin in at the moment. So he would have been that ideal fit for a club like that. The the the, stru- the infrastructure, the fans, because he's been at some of the clubs who had that 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 that, that same experience. Not yeah. just that little, he'll be the next, he'll training. be a Bayern Munich manager. He'll be a Bayern I, Munich I, manager. I, I, I think he team. I think he'll be linked with Liverpool and Bayern Munich completely. He's, he's going to have a tough one. So if 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 Bayern Leverkusen wins wins the Europa title or win the Bundesliga, because they're going to be challenging next season under him where they're going to go when you get to right look players. At those figures there, Cole. I mean, 21 times we've played each other in the Premier League. Uh, yeah. And I mean, some of those go back to that season when, when we both went down, uh, which we were both rather regret, apart from uh, the game when we beat you, was it 4-0 or something? I know. <laughs> superb Nalis, Nalis goal. And that was another one that was in the Hair Bear Bunch. Uh, but I want, to, I want to say a lot. You've won five times at home. Um, I know Everton sort of, they, they obviously are a lot better at home than they are away. And the, the support that they get at home is, um, is, a, is it's not Fortress Goodison Park, but it is yeah. literally that 12th man that, you know, they seem to struggle away. I presume same with you and Elland Road, is it? Yeah, but I think sometimes, I don't know, sometimes we 12th man in... In so, sometimes, but when when the goal gets tough, like what happened to Liverpool, it completely flattened so much. And I think the fans' patience was very thin. Uh, you know, our patience was very thin, a lot more than it was. I don't know what's going to be the reaction tomorrow night. I expected a huge reaction about them. But if we don't start well, we if we don't take the opportunity, we need to take no good opportunities against Fulham. We were just, we were wasteful. We couldn't even do nothing in the final third. If this if this happens again tomorrow night, I think there's gonna be a lot of lazy night frustrations there. I I think there's gonna be a lot of frustrations where we should take our chances. Where you lot will have the favour because our fans are going against us. You could you guys can block it out mentally. Said, well look at the fans. Don't worry about them. We'll get focused on our own game. We'll take leads to the chances of the opportunity because Leeds fans are going against it. It's gonna affect them. At, I mean, we've only won three away, as you can see there, uh, at times at, at Leeds. Uh, we've just done the double over Wolves, and I hadn't really sort of thought that's the first time this season that we've won yeah. the double over over another team. Um, yeah. no, I'm not saying that, you know, anything's going to be mean anything. But look, we beat Leeds last time out. And they had a bit of a Leicester moment because they gave us the lead. <laughs> they gave us the lead with a with a Vout phase moment uh, right at the start of the game. Uh, uh, two doubles in a row. That would certainly give us uh, a bit of a boost, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would because there's not many more to go with that. I think there's only West Ham and Everton after that that we could actually do a double yeah. over the season. So, yeah, it'd be nice to do that. I mean, yeah, it's two away wins, 
but I can only think of one outside of this era because it was, I think we beat you 1-0 at Ellen Road in 98. I think Tony Cotty scored or something like that. So I know the other two must at least be when Harvey Barnes has been with us because he's obviously, he loves scoring passion. I know one was a 4-1 victory against you. Yeah. Last season. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the season before we beat you as well because the only one I can remember outside of that was 1-0 at Ellen Road. Because I, I just, it's one of the VHS tapes I used to watch a lot. So it's ingrained in the memory, is, is that. So yeah. at least the last two away wins have come recently. So it gives us more confidence that we can go there and get the win. Yeah. Carl, I mean, 16 minutes in, you did cock it up. Uh, Robin Cox, sorry, that was a that was a bad link. But it, it was there, I couldn't resist it. There's I know, you, I knew you were going to say that. I had yeah. to walk through. Um, Harvey Barnes, 2-0 after 35 minutes. Um he does like a goal against you, Harvey Barnes. Apparently, he could be back tomorrow night. Yeah, I know. I was re- I heard the team news about that. He could be back tomorrow. So I know he's 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 going to be like a last minute thing. I think for us at the moment, there is questions with one or two players of the league side. I think there's one or two players might not be fit for Harry Gracie. He said the players that played on Saturday, some of them might not be fit for the game tomorrow, which is very baffling. You know, I think, how can we not be fit? And especially if you have someone like Winston McKenney, who's very bookable prone at the moment lately, and I don't know why he's still getting involved with silly challenges. It begs the belief that there's no, there's no, no one's up grinding the gears up for us at the moment at, at Leeds. And I think it depends on the team sheet tomorrow tomorrow night. Of if we do play a four-five-one formation, that might be the only way for Leeds to try to be more defensive. Because I can, I don't know about if we can get it's part of getting getting something to tomorrow night. Because I think last night with a full um, for nearly sixty minutes until that until Messi parried two goals, you know, which was, you know, I just didn't get that why he do something like that when he, there was nothing there, bother nothing there to bother him. So I I do worry it's the T sheet tomorrow if we can keep if if Cooper and Verber you know I think Pascal Stroke is being criticised by some of these fans which is probably right at the moment because his form has not been the best might need to take might not need to play and I don't think he should play tomorrow night I think Ngonto should have played on Saturday I was very baffled with that I thought he could have been a bit of a difference but. We don't know what, who's going to be on the team sheet tomorrow because no. no one knows of how we're going to perform in the first 10 minutes of the game. I mean, Brad, I mean, <laughs> again, I can't believe this is the same season I'm talking about, Leicester. 14 attempts on goal, eight, uh, eight from open play, six from set pieces. Um, oh, no, that, uh, that was, sorry, that was lead. Sorry, I do apologize. I saw it in blue and I thought it was this. No, that was, uh, <laughs> that was, uh, Hang on, I'm, I'm confused on this one now. Uh, <laughs> no, that was that. That could have been, been us, isn't it? Oh no, I've used two different sites for it. That's okay. Um, six shots, two on target. Kel, Kel's coming on for five minutes at the end. Yeah, that kind of rings true, doesn't it? Seventy minutes, mm. of course, we bought on your amazing, you know, your most favourite player of the season, Iosi Perez. We haven't got him to bring on now. Are we? Gonna, <laughs> what can we do? Celebrate, have a good time, um, have a party. 
Um, I think we'll be perfectly fine without Ayo's he perish. He's one that I don't mind Brendan leaving out the dark because at least it was his own mistake he kicked out the club. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But it's weird, isn't it? Because them stats look like the stats we had at the, at the weekend. So, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I want to ask... It uh, goes well. It, no, it does. I want to ask Carl about this guy. I mean, I've put him up there playing the devil's advocate. I'm not saying he's shorter than our players, just the way I've done the thumbnail. Uh, Mr. Harrison was so, so close to um, joining us. Uh, and then your guys decided you didn't want to sell him, which was, you know, within within your power to, to do that. Uh, I'm surprised that he then actually did sign another contract with you because you've gone from saying we don't particularly need you to actually, can we keep you? Um, are you glad you kept him? Um, in Probably in, in most cases, yes. Um, what we did know that he did, he there was an offer agreed. I think he went, he did come down to the training ground. He did come down to, to your training ground. He finished his medical. Yeah. We've got halfway like, through it. Yeah, he finished with halfway through and then I think he decided and then decided to go come back and you know, so he did yeah, like you say, but he did finish his medical. So he did confirm that uh, when he had his interview um after he signed his long term con his, his new contract about two, three weeks ago, he did do an interview about that. And he said, Yeah, I was happy to, you know, personal terms were agreed, that's fine. It was my decision to back out at the last minute. It wasn't the club. So and it it shows that is he willing to drop if he we do get rid of it, is he willing is he willing to actually continue to play for us in the championship? Probably yes, because I don't think there'll be a lot of clubs in the Premier League will be getting him, but I think especially on a new contract as well. So I think that needs to be very careful of what's gonna happen, how you're gonna pay for his wages. So and listen. I think, in terms of the recent form before the game, before the, the class we've had, he played decently. He was playing decently, all right. So I don't know. He might have to be the one to we have to one of the players we have to sacrifice tomorrow night. No, we don't know. Mm. Yeah, just going to look now at the the, the table. Um, let me just press the right buttons to to bring it up. Here we go, hopefully, because Brad knows what I'm like in bringing the wrong oh. things up. Um, it, 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 well, to use an Anne Summers phrase, it's tight up the bottom, isn't it? I <laughs> mean, <laughs> it, 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 Bournemouth, I think, are back in it. West Ham, I think, are, are, are safe, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, but Brad, I mean, 28 points to us, 28 to Everton. You've got to say, look, and no disrespect, we've got Leeds. Leeds are looking at the same thing. Well, we've got Leicester. Everton have got um, Newcastle, um, and it is it is at home. Forest have got Brighton, and that's at home as well. Uh, um, but you just don't know this season, do you? No, and that's the joys of football. It's also the thing that keeps us awake at night and gives us all heart attacks uh, for, for for ninety minutes. Uh, being Leicester and Leeds fans. At some point, someone's got to blink. And that's, you know, you're hoping Leicester have put their eye drops in and they can keep their eyes open and not blink first, just as we pick up momentum. So, yeah, we're going to need a little bit of luck in terms of someone's got to drop points below us to open up a gap. But you have you just look at that and you think, you know, if you're, if you're looking at form guide to be pivotal at this point of the season, 
you know, yes, Leeds have lost the last three, but they'll say, we know we can get a result because we've got a win and our last, we've managed, we have got a win recently. The other three below us, it's red and grey. And, and you've got to think that they're in that mental state that we were before we picked up the win against Wolves. So as long as that can keep happening and they don't keep picking up points, anything could happen over this next three weeks. We could be safe. Leeds could be safe. It could all change. It's, it's, yeah. It yeah, is a crazy very, end to the season. Very interesting week. Luke is in. Good evening, Luke. Uh, never wanted Leeds to win a game more than this one. Yeah, get out. Get out of it, Luke. Get out of it. You time, know. time out. Someone put in a timeout. Come on. <laughs> Do a job, admin. Sorry, enjoy, enjoy your one season back in the Premier League, mate. You know, again, get back where you belong. You know, you've had your, you've had your, your one meal at the top table. Get back in the scullery. Hey, the yeah. worst thing for worst thing for yeah, exactly. That's a good point actually. And actually, <laughs> one thing is with George Selby as well. He's been banished from that before as well. What I heard today, he's been a lot about it. Yeah, so turf, well done, welcome in, Dan. Uh, congratulations on the one k and the congratulations on the promotion. Uh, um, anything can go down. Would look at doing that and and doing what you've done. So it's nice to have you back. Hopefully, we'll be playing you next season. Uh, and Anthony's in. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's funny. I mean, I, I'm sorry, mate. I, you got a draw with Southampton. You came back from being a couple of goals down, and your fans were so bloody funny. It was untrue. I know. I know. I, 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 I was watching Del Boy Gunner, and he's always good for a laugh anyway. But the people on that channel were absolutely hilarious. I've yeah, never... I saw Luca going off again, like he always do. Like, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, well, say no disrespect, probably total disrespect to Arsenal. But are there any more entitled fans in the Premier League than Arsenal fans? You know, no, but, but no. I tell you what, the best show on earth is AF, AF, is AFTV when they lose. In they are, that is a brilliant show to watch. Arsenal yeah. fan TV. Uh, yeah. But look, these are the games. Now, tomorrow, like I say, the big game is Leeds versus Leicester. Wolves Palace, do you think a couple of um, a couple of teams that are not necessarily safe, Brad, but almost on the beach? Practically. Um you didn't you didn't get the impression from the way Wolves tried to go about the business, but I think once they lost the impetus of the of the lead, you kind of saw that a little bit. The longer the game go on, I didn't see Wolves bust the gut to kind of win that game against us as well. So there's, there's, there is some teams I I've cut circulation off at, at Leeds in terms of who we really care who I really care about. Yeah, if another team wants to start dropping points and we get some points and catch up to them. Brilliant. That that's that's an end of season goal in terms of where we'll finish. But right now, the only ones I give a monkey's uncle about, or whatever the expression is, is is Forest, Everton, and obviously because we're playing them, Leeds results. But if we weren't playing them, it'd still be Leeds results. I mean, can I just say, but Anthony, look at that over my shoulder there. There we go. That that bit there. That. Premier League trophy. Maybe one day, Anthony. Don't know how many years yeah. you've got left till you leave this mortal coil, but one day you may you may win it. You may win it. Love you, love you, Ant, you know that. <laughs> um, I mean, look at this Wednesday, Carl. Forest taking Brighton on West Ham Liverpool. West Ham, yeah, but again, possibly safe. Uh, Man City Arsenal is the big one that night because it is a watch uh, it is obviously 
ad from Decider it is the title Decider. It will be. Uh, it's been built for quite a while. Um, it should have been played earlier in the season. So this is going to be a huge title Decider. I, I, I just think the way Arsenal have been the last couple of games, it, it just shows their the frail of of you know not not being keeping discipline. It's a young squad, but when you got players like Shaka and missing players like William Saliba, who's going to be out now for the rest of the season with his back hit problems, I think it's yeah. got Arsenal the title. When City have now really turned up the gears completely, where you know, the way they you know with Mares going to hat trick against Sheffield United with that solo goal, man, I don't know how. how no one, how he know he could stop. I think, yeah. That. And, but let's, let me just bring it back to, to Forest, Brighton. We've got to want Brighton, haven't we? The pair of us. Yeah. You know. Uh, West Ham, I think, think are safe. And then on the Thursday, Everton. I mean, they are do play better at home. But you've got to say... But Newcastle, they've got a habit of dropping points, haven't they? Yeah, but the thing is, Eddie House had a very decent record against Everton in his career. Mm. So he's really, he's not, you know, I don't think, I think this could be, you know, I don't think, he, I think he's got, he's got a very good record. So I wouldn't worry about, I think, where Newcastle turned over Spurs in the first 20 minutes of the game, my God, I could not believe how Spurs just tumbled down like a pack of sardines, yeah. man. Come on. Yeah. And then, Brad, the South Coast Derby on the 27th of April, uh, which is Thursday. A lot of Bournemouth fans were taking this before the West Ham game. It was like, yeah, we're going to win this. We're safe now. We're staying up. And I think they probably will stay up. <coughs> Excuse me. But having watched Southampton play Arsenal, I don't think this is a foregone conclusion at all. I say that, but Arsenal and capitulation seem to go hand in hand every season. And they've just, left, they've just they've teased Arsenal fans this season because... Three draws in a row, it's horrible. I mean, they're going to get absolutely slapped silly by Man City. Uh, it's the only thing I can see happening. And Southampton have done this all season, haven't they, Chris? They've, I mean, ironically, one team could be literally on the beach because they're playing near the seaside. But <laughs> Bournemouth are all but safe. You'd imagine this is this is one of them where it's normally when a side goes down, like Norwich or. You know, West I know Brom. they've just come back up. Yeah, West Brom, teams like that. They'll get a surprise result like South- Southampton did, where they get a big result against the top four, top six side. And then they go to a game where they've got the perfect opportunity to pick up a win, like a derby match, like Southampton do. And then they go and lose. And something, I don't know why, but something just tells me that's going to happen with Southampton. I actually think Bournemouth will still win this game. But you, you just imagine if they've got any chance of surviving and somehow getting off the bottom and, and staying up, they have to win this game, Southampton. They're in that same situation we kind of were, only worse with Wolves, if you know what I mean. They have to win this game. But I just, I don't know. I just still think Bournemouth will win it. Um, well, let's move on to, to this finally, uh, and then we can let Carl go. Um, score predictions. We'll come to you first, Carl. Um I mean, there you can see all the Leicester ones, which we'll go through. But what what is your score prediction for tomorrow night? Ugh, I don't know. I, I've, do you know what? It's been in the back of my mind. I've been thinking about that. I'm like, I don't even know what score is going to be tomorrow because it's it's like it's like we all said if we I said if we start crap 
I feel like you you lot is gonna slaughter us completely. And I, I just uh Brad will be smiling with joy as well, like he always does. I will, mate. I, I, know I will. I know. I, know. <laughs> I am gonna be keeping my, my notifications off from the from after tomorrow night, just to be on the same side. It's like get I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Doug for your telephone number, mate, so I can actually ring you. Fuck me fuck no notification. I'm gonna be on that phone. Uh-uh. I'll promise you it will probably be on Do Not Disturb or I don't see any calls except <laughs> family members only. So just to be on the on that side, on that on safe side. Um 12 months, 12 months ago, you and Dan were doing that famous watch along on the last day of the season. I know. And one of you was in tears, one of you was jumping around being very happy. Oh you, you, you just enjoyed it so much, you want to try and do it again, don't you? I don't know. I don't think I want that, that again. That, that nine minutes of hell again. I don't think I want that again, but I, I feel like it's going to happen. I have to sit there for the whole I know. Listen, I'm not going to enjoy it, but I'm the only one who's going to have to still back my team. But I'm, I don't think I can back them. I will take a draw. I'd probably take a 2 2 draw. I can't. I can't. I just. I think a point will be okay for us, and then we can try. If Bournemouth does lose, I was all lined up for you to say that Leeds were going to win, and then I know. I Edward, you know, and, Your and opinion is wrong. See, I'm <laughs> <surprised> <laughs> <myself>. <laughs> <But> you didn't. <laughs> I mean, a point won't be good enough for us, will it, uh, Brad? And I wouldn't have thought it would have been good enough for Leeds, if we're honest. Um. It. Ideally, we'd want to beat Leeds and Everton, get nine points, like we said, out of the next nine games. It, it wouldn't be ideal, but having got the kind of, oh, thank God we started off on the right foot win with the Wolves game, I think it would give us a cushion. I mean, we are away from home and, and Leeds can can surprise us. Where, where we are... The, the makers of our own downfall. We were a makers of our own downfall yet again for Wolves' goal. And if, like I think even Dean Smith said in his press conference, we can't give them the impetus. We've got to get the crowd in. And like Carl says, it certainly has nothing to do with why I went for my score prediction, Carl. But um, if we can get that early goal and not give it, give it to you, I think we could... I don't see a game... I don't see a scenario where Leicester take the lead and don't get three points. But four points out of six, we ain't rarely got that this season, even Chris. I think right now, as long, it would just put the pressure back on the Everton game. The problem you've got is that the way this mad season is going, that Southampton will beat Bournemouth, Everton will mm. get sick against <laughs> at home to Newcastle, maybe a point. We we, we need to win it now, Carl. Yeah. We, I can just say we are doing a good cop, good cop, bad cop here because yeah, no. five nil. And you know that to me, that is just an insult to you. Listen, and, I know he's trying to do. That. He's trying to do a Glenn McGrath. When Glenn McGrath, the favorite, the favorite, yeah, she is Always, always always predicted five nil, and he's doing the same. He's taking the same bet uh, as Glenn see, McGrath. I knew, I knew you watched this show, Carl, because I always bring cricket into football. So that's why Callum <laughs> Chris doesn't like it when I do it. <laughs> sorry, no, I'm sorry, Chris. You do it, mate, because, you know, we get the points, you know. I I must admit, well, if we go back a couple of weeks, um, 
Man City, none of us, not one of us, apart from Steve Lynex, who, who's a bit of a... <laughs> he was going through his right reverse psychology moment, whatever. But yeah. everybody else, we all said Man City were going to beat Leicester City. None of us thought it. Here, nobody, apart, again, apart from Steve Lynex, because he's, he's mad with his predictions and he wonders why he's bottom of the league. But he's gone <laughs> for a 2-0 for you. I know. Uh, but Brad's gone five. I've gone three. Craig's gone for a two-one. Yeah. Uh, we've got three ex-players that have all gone for draws, uh, one-ones, which is Jerry Tags, Ian Marshall, and Ian Wilson. And Walsh has gone. Good old Walsh. He's gone for two-nil uh, for 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 us. But um, to me, I won't. I won't be happy with a draw. I might come off at the end of the game if we've sort of somehow managed to scrape it and think, poof, God, we've got out of jail there. Mm. But we must, it is a must win, not just for us, for you. Because like I say, the way this season's going, we know that you know these things can go any any way. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, we, we, it's it's just like I said, what what is their term? What can Leeds do to try to get something out and get you tomorrow? If we could get a draw, that's probably the best case scenario. Just to take the pressure off some, some of the players and the manager. It won't take pressure off the board, because I think the board, the board's still gonna get it from us no matter what. But it'll take the pressure off the off some of the, the players because we'll get a draw and we can get some against a bomber side. We did expect to lose in that way a fashion against West Ham last yesterday. So yeah, we will we hope. We hope. So yeah, hopefully, fingers off. Look, Carl, I can't bring myself to wish you all the best. I know, <laughs> I know you can. So listen, I'm, I'm used to that for now. We're in this situation. You, me, and Brad, all in the situation at the bottom. So I'm not going to say that to you as well, too. So no, no. But I mean, past tomorrow, I hope obviously you do well. Love having you on the show, and hopefully we can do it next season. But just give a shout out. Your link is in the description below. But just give a shout out to everybody about how they can find you. Yeah, thanks, Chris. I know I appreciate it. You guys can find me regularly at the Total Leaving Hall Football Podcast on YouTube. We are now trying to next time to get to 100 subscribers, so please subscribe to us. Uh, also, we're on Facebook as well too. Uh, at, at Twitter is at the LH Football at LH Football Pod. So please follow us as well too. Um, I am going to do some content this week before I do go away because I'm away this weekend. I won't be doing this at this show. I, met, I think probably Doug will have to do it with Jack back again this weekend. So I'll be away, having a break away from the madness. So you'll not have to bloody bother me about what's going on with Leeds. But yeah, you can find me all the other podcast streaming services on Google, Spotify, Apple, and other podcast platform services. That's his excuse for not talking to us, Brad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I won't be here. Carl, like I say, I really do hope we stuff you tomorrow night. But after that, good luck for the rest of the season. I will do. Same to you, even though I'm not saying good luck to you guys tomorrow night no. as well. So. I appreciate No, no, <laughs> understand totally. All the best, mate. Take care. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, guys. Take care. Cheers. Bye, Bye. Bye. Uh, thanks. Oh, there you are. You're huge again. Well, I've, no, well, no comment, Your Honour. <laughs> it's been a long time since anybody said that to you, especially a man. Hopefully. Well, yeah, the first songs for everything, apparently. Yeah. Jesse says, feels so good to be back home again. 
Ah, you see that? Who who sang "It's So Good to Be Back Home Again"? Oh, no idea. Don't ask me. No I'm idea. too young for that, Chris. No, oh, you remember the Hair Bear Bunch? It was actually uh, it was actually the tourists who split after I think it was not not long after that and became um, uh, you with the me? tour. I thought you were going to say the tourists became the tour. <laughs> oh, that was that was too, that was over my head. That was too good. <laughs> Jesse, it feels so good just to be out of the relegation. It is. It's on goal difference. I don't care. Just looking at that, uh, yeah. seeing us psychologically there. Um, yeah. Look, I normally do this with um, uh, Craig. Are you up for uh, picking our starting lineup? Yeah, it's going to be a difficult one. It is. It's going to be I, difficult. I never do it. <laughs> you think I'm stupid here or something? No, no you're clever there and you're lucky. You look pretty stupid. I mean, sorry, I didn't say that. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, let's move on very, very quickly. <laughs> After bringing back um, Everton and Forest yeah. down, please. <laughs> yes, please. To- I'll take that, Jess. I want Everton to go down because I hate clubs that just survive year after year after year. Yeah. Sunderland, they did it. Yeah, William always used to do me head in. Um, I didn't know they'd have to win the FA Cup to go down, but there we go. Um, Forest, although I didn't have them going down, I would obviously love them to go down, just as they would love us to go down, of course. Yeah. Uh, I want my Southampton staying up only... Selfishly, because obviously I live down the road from them, well, so yeah. I think they deserve to go down as well, though. Yeah, would be perfect. Mm. Would be perfect. I know. I know for a fact that Jess will, Jessie, she'll want uh, if she could put any ideal team in there, she'd put Manchester United in that relegation zone. That's that's why she's leaving the space. She's hoping they can still get relegated. <laughs> well, you, yeah, maybe not. Maybe maybe that's uh, yeah, <laughs> I could help her out with that one. <laughs> Maybe Brendan at the wheel, they might go. <laughs> Who knows? Yes. Sack Den Hog, get Brendan in. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we're going to do the uh, pick a team straight after this. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Right, here we go. This is going to be difficult this week. Um, like I say, I'm not stupid. This is why uh, this is why I always get other people to do it. But you are getting away because I haven't done the quiz that I normally give to Craig, so you've been let off that. Um, oh, I will, you know, I look forward to failing at a quiz. <laughs> well, Craig's been failing. I have to give him a half a point because I knew who he was talking about, even though he couldn't remember the name <laughs> the other week. Oh, but look, what um, what formation do you want to go for? Oh, uh, so I'm not picking. Ooh, yeah, what? Well, mm, mm, oh no, you can choose formations. I'm, I'm nice. I'm, I'm nice to you. Yeah, there's a there's an ulterior motive for that. You know what? I'm. I know Barnes has got the record for it, but I wonder how Dean Smith will use him if he's only just come back into training. I'm going to go for a four-three-one-two. Oh, have I got that option? Um, yeah, you got to find it now. You, you didn't give me a quiz, mate. I'm going to be difficult for you now. There we go. Sod you. 
So I'm guessing you're going for uh, Danny Warding goal. No, Alex Smith is mate. You know, it's, 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 it's Iverson, mate, all the way through. It is this season. It's got to be. Oh, I've spelled it wrong. I always spell it wrong. Let me try that again. It's I've a son. Just think of it like that, but take the A out. <laughs> That's what I do. I always, I always go E-N instead of O-N. Um, okay, so you've gone four at the back. Um, yes. Um, okay, so that, well, that's that's the first surprise. But like I said, it is your team. So, um, Christensen by any chance at the left? No, it's Ryan Bertrand. Yeah, yeah, it's Christensen, mate. Oh, it's I'm, I don't worry. There's not many more. There's not many more positions I can do this joke for. So yeah, Christensen at the left. <laughs> mate. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, well, I would. I would have said JJ if some Bellend hadn't left him out his plans for the second half of the season, maybe. But it has to be Christensen. <laughs> right. Let's have a look. Okay. Oh, I hate this when you can see what I'm spelling. <laughs> I'm the same. Name. I usually, I usually chop this off, don't I? But of course, I'm. Yeah. Think. I tell you what. Let's put Victoria. No, doesn't like you for it. Ah. You have to search quite a way down because he's still linked with one of the... Oh, for God's sake, come on. Help me out. There we go. Help me out. There we go. There we go. There we go. Right. Um, and I'm guessing he's going to be on the other side. It's going to be Castagna. Yeah, it's got to be Castagna. Um, vital in the performance playing as an attacking wing-back is how it suits his style. So, yeah. Okay. Um, the left centre-back. I think I know where you're going with this one, but... Forgive me. You know what I'm like with centre-backs. Left and right, it's, it's like which one's... which Where's the top and bottom of a potato to me? It doesn't, you know, but it's <laughs> obviously... Obviously, one of them's Cags. My main man, Cags. He's back in. The, the, the you know, the... the, pin the, the the child has to turn. The golden child is back. You are, don't you? you? You would think that. But no, I'm going to shock you all by going with Wout Faze as a centre-back partner. God, to be honest with you, uh, when is his oh. actual um, contract up for Vestergaard? Because he's out for the rest of the season. Hopefully in about six weeks. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering if it is this season. I, I, I hope so. Right, your defensive uh, centre midfield. Booba the Beast Samore. Because I couldn't say Booba Kari because it was too long to go with the word beast, so I tried to be fancy. I'm sorry. Samore. <laughs> and I've got to say, look, how often have we been saying that Mendy, 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 Mendy? But he's earned his well, he's just, Yeah, he's just Mendy that's at his Weetabix. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference in him because he's a stocky fella and he yeah. uses his strength well. If, if and I think you need him. I think you need him to bully Leeds off the ball. I think you yeah. need him to do that. We, we've said so often, haven't we, that we are, We've, you know, we said earlier in the show, we've lacked that sort of somebody in the middle of the field that's going to go and basically kick ass. And I think I think he can. He can do it. Uh, he's the man. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> definitely. Yes, he says the John Terry won't allow a warding goal. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. We won't talk about that instant rumor that came out. Yeah, maybe that's what he got threatened with, Jesse. Maybe that's why he's saying you stay on the bench or I'll let John Terry near your wife. I don't know. Allegedly, uh, allegedly. Okay, the left centre midfield, sir. Uh, I think he's learnt his lesson. I think Dean Smith put an arm around him and he impressed me when he came on as a substitution uh, for for Vardy. So I'm going with KDH. I think he's sat on that naughty step, had a rush of blood, been calmed down, and he, he, he gets back in the team for me. Uh, on the other side? Tillemans. I I, I I I hate to say it, but with the options that are over there, he's still a better player to use in that position, more utilised. He didn't have the best of games, did he? No, but he was definitely more free of role. He wasn't found yeah. so far back like he was under Brendan. So, give him a chance to get going in or back in a familiar role. And I think we'll see the best of it, better of him against Leeds. James Madison as a centre attacking midfielder. Yes, yes, and That's going to be interesting on the left striking role. Jamie Vardy. I want Jamie Vardy to do exactly what he did. I want Jamie Vardy to do exactly what Dean Smith got him to do against Leeds. Play on the left side, drop on the defender's left shoulder, be a nuisance. Because that was the best 45 minutes we've seen him play all season for me because he was actually effective. Yes. And if that's how he's going to play, I think he deserves to play. And this man is obvious choice. He's my favourite player. He's my, he's, my, he's my man crush of Leicester City. It's Nacho Man. Because he deserves to stay in that team. And unfortunately, I'd rather use Barnes as a secret weapon where they go off across, say, here comes Barnes, here's what happens, and give him 20 minutes to recover than rushing back and risk injuring him. So for me, I would play that way. Um, because they can spread out as well. We can play this again. I've got something where it doesn't just say gold I can play it any time Okay, so that's your um, Starting lineup that you would go for um, Everson in goal Four at the back Christensen, Sawyer, True Phase, Castagna Sumare as the defensive midfielder But obviously he has some good runs forward Dewsbury Hall And Tielemans And then of course Madison um, Given that free role which he's best at and Vardy and Nacho up front. Uh, Daka losing out. Yeah, again, this isn't no disrespect to Daka, but for me, I would rather have him as a utilised bench player. Someone that, you know, if we get 2-0 up and it's 80 minutes gone, you can chuck him on. He's the sort of player that whilst he's finding his feet and getting his, his eye in at goal, because we saw his stamina knock it out in the Leeds game, he you know, he, you could tell, especially that chance he had at the end, which would have sealed the points off. Uh, he was very lethargic the way he hit him. I think if you're a defender and your team's trying to get back into it with 10 minutes to go and it's 2-0, you turn it down, you don't want him running at you. And I think that's why I'd have him on the bench. I think he has to take that role for now. No, that, that that's fair enough. Um, I'm just having a look. Uh, no Tete either. No, again, that could be a system change. I just think this is the way to go at Leeds to the start. I, you, you know, we went all out attackers, 
well, wouldn't it be nice for this game with them all being back and fit to be able to have them as a utilize utilize them as a secondary option, almost using the plan B, if you will, with the way I've set them up to go at them still. But we've got plan A in the bag where we can take players off and put Barnes and Tete on. Yeah. I think Tete needs a break as well because he's been ineffective yeah, the last few games. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of hype came with it. As there always is in that position, but I think doubly could have been Brazilian as well. But like I said mm. the other day, you know, the best Brazilians go straight down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God. I couldn't decide. You know how to bring the channel down, don't you, Chris, with his... Oh, I never take it up, mate. I never take it up. I mean, I couldn't decide whether to use that joke or not. I'm going to be honest with you. It was a close shave. But uh... <laughs> I'll tell you what, you've got something else common with Brazil, you don't you? Because you drive me nuts sometimes. <laughs> hey, bum bum. Then I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Yes, I think that's probably what most people would like to do when they've sat through an hour of my jokes. Right, Brad, <laughs> thank you very much. We will put that team out on the old social media later. Um, if, and talking of quizzes... It's the quiz of the week. The Big Fat Football Quiz with Lesser Till I Die TV. So you think you know your football? Well, let's see. <sighs> Is there going to be a quiz? I don't understand what's going on here. Indeed. We have got a couple of quizzes coming up. The Big Fat Football Quiz is becoming the Big Fat Leicester Quiz. And Brad is going to take part in that. But you also threw a challenge down to um, Mr. Linex, ex-player. And you're going to take him on... For charity, but I'd like to say that charity is the um, Leicester Till I Die Appreciation Charity. <laughs> Are you feeling confident? That's not true, folks. He told me, will you be charitable and take on Steve? I thought I said to him, that's very us to call Steve charity, but yes, I will take him on in the quiz. That's what really happened, folks. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but that is going to come, that is towards the end of the season, a bit of fun. Before we actually get into the actual serious quiz, we're going to have a bit of fun, a, a, a bit of a quiz off between the the uh, the upstart fan and the old pro. Um, I'm sure he doesn't like me calling him that. But look, Brad, thank you so very much. If you can stay on afterwards, I've just got two quick questions to ask you. But thanks yeah. as always. Two shows tonight, your support. It's amazing. Really, really always do appreciate it. Your details are in the description below. But yet again, where can people find you? They can find me right in front of the faces right now, and that's not a pleasant sight, so I do apologise. Uh, I've got a face for radio, but you can find me on Facebook if you really want to follow my day-to-day -day lives. I mean, uh, I don't know why you would, but if you do, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Full Time Focus, and you can find me on my YouTube channel, uh, Top 10 Battles. Um, uh, but yeah, mainly here. So if you do do all that usual jazz here, subscribe to this channel. You'll see me here more times than not because uh, you can't get rid of me. Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, you've got your new reality show coming out, or as we know it, Tally Dub is the return, and we look forward to seeing you on that. Tweenies, I was going to say. The tweenies. 
I'm not sure whether you're La La or Poe. <laughs> I think we should move on. Brad, thanks very much, mate. Like I say, stay on, and uh, I will uh, chat to you in a minute. But thank you very much. Be sure to get over there and give me support, guys. Cheers, Chris, and see you guys later in the chat. Cheers. Thank you so very much. Be sure, top 10 battles, it's coming back. We've seen he has some great quizzes on there as well. Um, well, what we're going to be getting up to, let me tell you. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. Nate's gone already. Goodbye, Nate. Thank you very much, young man. And told you, bro, is nipping off as well. We are going to be back tomorrow. Now, it is a kickoff at 8 o'clock. So, I think we're going to be back at half 7 because we've done the uh, we've done the press conference tonight. So, 7.30 tomorrow for another watch-along from behind the sofa. It's going to be a t- tight one. I don't I'm worried, but I'm confident in equal measures. Does that make sense? Um Nervous, definitely, but more confident than I would have been going into this a couple of weeks ago. I just, um, ah, I, I know, I'm gonna have to leave it there. Look, thank you to everybody that's been in the chat, really do appreciate you coming and watching us and taking part. Melina is just coming, typical Arsenal fan, just comes in as it's all over. <laughs> Melina, how the devil are you? Hope you are well and uh, taking care of yourself. Um, but no, thank you to all the guests that have been in, uh, in, in uh, as in Brad and Carl. I say the links are in the description below. Thank you to everybody that was in the chat. Really do appreciate your support. It does mean a hell of a lot to us. And if you've been listening on your favourite podcast platform, we are Lester Till I Die all over the different podcasts. You, uh, you just search Lester Till I Die. And if you've got a smart speaker, why not just say to it, Oi. Play the podcast, Lester Till I Die. You've got to say the podcast first. I don't know why, but there we go. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you're new. Like it, whether you're new or old. That does really help the channel. Click that notification bell. You will never uh, never miss a show again. And join. Join join and become a member. $1.99 of your good English pounds a month. It's cheap at, uh, at any price. And I will see you tomorrow. Thank you so very, very much. This has been LTID TV. I've been Chris. This is Marilyn. Good night. These videos are so dreamy. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to click the notification bell. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.